Hello, everybody. You listen to the Ribs and Nets podcast. Joe's Rob Morris. Um, I got another guest this week. Um, I, mean, I know him. I went to school with him. He's played basketball. Now he now plays basketball overseas, going into his sixth season. Um, his, his name is Darte Ruffin. So we're going to, like, get into, like, how it all started with him in high school. Um, he played at Stone High School, and he was – Played how many years you played? At Stone, uh, I played there two years actually. Well, you played one Played Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you started off like you started basically like didn't you go to like prep school, right? Yeah, I went to prep school the the first two years of uh, my high school career. Uh, I started out in the uh, St. Andrew School in Rhode Island. Um, I went there, uh, for a year, uh, we won the, uh, I guess what it's called, the, the NEPSAC for our, our class, there's certain classes that we were class B, so my freshman year we won it, and, uh, after winning it there, uh, I wanted to try something harder, and, you know, the following year I went to, uh, Winston, it's up in, uh, actually Winston, Mass. Yeah, which it didn't match, yeah. Um, went there, and they had a really good program. They bring in a lot of guys who um, would need uh, help getting eligible, where um, it couldn't be, like, grades or guys who just uh, maybe want an extra year to get better looks from colleges. So, like, uh, think about that, me being a sophomore in high school and there's guys who – or in their fifth year of high school, and I got to compete with them every day. So, um, yeah, uh, I did that, and I figured it'd be more of a challenge. And it was because I played guys who are uh, eventually who were in the NBA, and I saw guys who uh, are in the NBA. I remember going to one tournament, seeing Kevin Durant play. Yeah, I saw uh, Michael Beasley play. I actually played against Michael Beasley two years. Yeah. Those two years. Yeah, Michael Beasley's from Mass, school. right? He's from, uh, I want to say he's from Baltimore, but he went to prep school in Mass. In Mass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I heard. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, um, yep, so I played against him and a bunch of other guys, man. I actually played against, uh, not in high school, but during, like, uh, my AU tenure. Right, I right. I played against Gordon Hayward. Oh, that's what's when up. He was in high school. That's so, what's like, up. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know. Being around, man, playing a lot of guys, and I wanted to get, you know, I wanted to play the best competition because I always had the dream of playing in, in the, the NBA. NBA. Yep. So, you know, my the best way for me to get there is to play against the best guys and play against older guys. Yeah, and that's why I went to prep school those first two years. And then, uh, you know, it didn't really, wasn't really how I wanted it to be. So I just said, you know, fuck it, let's just go to Stowe and have a, you know, fun the last two years, and it was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, I, I remember you guys, you made it all the way out to, you know, I don't think you guys made all the way out to the States, but you, you made it to the um, TD Garden, playing TD Garden. Nah, now. we, the furthest we went was to, I want to say, uh, where did we go? I, I don't know exactly where it was, like the, the standings, but I know we played at Brockton High. 
was actually talking to one of my homies about this the other day and uh, how we made it there. And we were actually winning the game. I think it was up by like 20. Mm-hmm. And our coach decided to you know, be a coach and put like the guys we normally in play in the game. And then and those guys came back. I mean, I thought it was kindergarten, but I mean, you made it you made it far because I remember you, you know, you made it to the playoffs. I remember like you had that game you played against uh, Dorchester. It was mm-hmm. packed in our gym. Like that was a, that was a memorable moment. But yeah, like um, after that, I mean, you finished, you know, high school. Now you now you're heading off to college. Um, so you went to Drexel. So how did that go? How did how did um, what were those experiences like? Uh, you know, Drexel was fun. Uh, my freshman year, it was a learning experience for me. Uh, it was uh, sort yeah, of like similar. Yeah, like right? Yeah, exactly. It was sort of similar to, you know, going away to prep school and, you know, playing against older guys. But, like, when you get to college, you don't really think about it. Like, you're actually playing against men. Like, these are adults. Facts, yeah. So, like. You got to grow up fast. Yeah, you, you do. You got to grow up fast. And, like, um. I definitely had a lot of growing pains. I remember calling my pops, like, yo, come get me. This ain't it. <laughs> but, you know, uh, he told me, like, yo, if you want, you got to stick through it. And I got through it, man. Um, it was fun. Uh, I miss it. I don't miss the school, though. I miss playing in uh, college. It was a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, that first year was tough. But it got better every year. It got better every year. You guys make it to like the tournament. How far did you go? Like, did you make uh, so basically you made conference tournament as far as you went? Like, did you like go far in the NCAA tournament? Uh, the furthest we went was my sophomore year in Drexel. We uh, we played in the the NIT. Okay. Yeah, uh, we played that. We that year we actually should have went to the tournament. We won thirty games. I think I seen you on TV. You was on ESPN. One of the games, probably. I think I think it was like one of your conference tournament games. Probably. Yeah. And yeah. Then we lost, right? The yep. Championship game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We yep. lost. We lost at the buzzer. We made a uh, buzzer beater. Facts. I, I remember that. Half. It was. It was crushing because we were supposed to go to the <laughs> tournament. Day. Yeah. But like, you know, even though that happened, we all had like, you know, hope that like, you know, if we won thirty games. Like, who wins thirty yeah, games and yeah. not goes to the conference? I mean, that the, crush the, it, the NCAA tournament. So, get uh, this. Like, we don't want to play in this. Like, we were supposed to go to the tournament. But, like, you know, I, I just remember the coach, like, you know what? Like, this isn't what we wanted, but we still got an opportunity to show, like, you know, who we are. And we actually went pretty far um, in that, too. Uh, we went to the – yeah, we made it to the game right before the Garden played against UMass. It was probably one of my best games in my college career. I think I had like 20 points at halftime. And I always remember this game because like I like I said, I had 20 at half and you know, we go down at halftime to our locker room and we got to pass the team's locker room and I can hear the coach just screaming on them like, yo, the you motherfuckers. Yeah. Oh, my fault. My fault. Uh, you MFers. Y'all making Darte Ruffin look like a, a, but and I remember I remember the game for that reason and another reason I didn't start. Yeah, I don't know. I'm mad at my coach for that. So, 
true, true. All right, um, so yeah, like, finished college, got through that. Now you, now you start playing professionally. What's that like? I mean, how was like, um, what was the experiences with that? Um, what was like the, the best teams? Like, what did you like make it through? Like, what what division did you make it through? So when I went pro. Head coach, he actually steered me towards uh, Sweden because he came from there. He, uh, he had coached uh, in Sweden prior him to coming to Drexel. So he was like, Yeah, I have a friend there and he can help you. And it's a great league for you to begin your career. And his friend actually helped me and uh, he got me over there. So uh, when I got there, you know, uh, we, I'm on the plane. You know, I Copenhagen, Denmark, and I ain't never been out the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like I ain't know like uh, what is it? Yeah, it's like, like a culture shock. Yeah, so like, yeah. I land in Denmark. Experience. I had to get on a plane. I mean, not a plane, a train, two and a half hours to go to the city. Yep. In Sweden, and I'm just looking at, like all these trees and farms. I'm like, where am I going? Yep, yep. And, yeah, be familiar with all your surroundings. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking, and we finally get, I get to my stop, and it's just like a real small city, you know, people really friendly, and, you know, they took care of me, so, but, uh, you know, that year, I ended up actually getting hurt, I broke my thumb, and it was early on. They're gonna send you home. Oh, really? Yeah, it like oh, cause it's money, you know. Like we're not gonna keep paying you to be yeah, hurt. So like when I had broke my thumb, I was like, oh, I guess I'm about to go home. But it just happened. Yeah, where, cause like basically their contracts are not guaranteed. Is that what it is? No, they're not. Like if okay. you if you get hurt or if you're not producing, you're gone. Like okay. cause that's what they want. Like they're paying you a lot of money to come over there play and produce. Right. So, like, if you're not doing what they're paying you for, why are you here? And yes. that's the part of the, the business that I had to learn. Like, okay, well, I don't got a lot of, uh, I don't have a lot of learning or room to grow. Like, I have to go out here and just perform. Perform. Yeah. And luckily, when I got hurt and, you know, I was, the games that I had played, I had played well, where they wanted to keep me after the well, during the time I was hurt, so that kind of saved me. And, you know, I've been, I played there two more years after that. So, yeah, I mean, you can know, kind of imagine what it was like. I became the man. <laughs> All right, so over the years, I mean, you definitely see, like, a jump in your game. And, like, what position do you play? Like, obviously, what, you're six, seven? Uh, I'm six, eight. Six eight, six eight. So you grew in since like high school. Cause I remember in high school, you like, you was always like the tallest kid in school, like in school. Like, <laughs> like it was that you and like there was another kid. I think it was like what was his name like John Redden. Yeah. 
He's like six eight. Like you both got like towering over people. But yeah, like so, how did your game like progress over the years, and has it gotten better to the point where like your career earnings have definitely jumped over the years? Um, definitely. You know, uh, just you know, from that first year to that second year of playing, like it was. You know, I'm still a baby. Know, like okay. I'm coming out of college, like I'm, I'm grown, but like you start to learn. You know, like you go into this, like now when I, how I said I was playing against grown oh, men in college, yeah. now I'm really playing against it's grown, grown men. Like yeah. these are yeah. thirty plus men that I'm playing with who've been playing for years. You know, they got like that old man strength. So like, you know, you got to get used to that, and. I always been like a physical player, so like you know the physicality of the game has never been a problem for me. It's just where the one thing that I think I had to adapt my game was um, just a little bit more finesse because over yeah. there it's not it's, it's a not, different it's a different game exactly it's not a nice thing. it's not it's physical. physical it's more finesse like yeah. you gotta learn you gotta know how to like get calls really because like nobody's really gonna be real yeah. physical to you for you to get like uh, a foul call you kind of got to like act and yeah 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 but so like like you just said yeah so like when you see uh people who play soccer or whatever you see them flopping or whatever yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you're doing in the game I feel like basketball I, it's, it's universal there. all like in, in the nba it's universal in that as well because it's like in the nba you know you're gonna see flopping you're gonna see that in any basketball sport I mean, any level. So, I mean, it's not really much of a difference compared to your league, but I, I understand. Like, I heard it's, it's more physical. And plus, it's like, I don't think the spacing is, like, as big as the NBA. Like, obviously, they have a shorter three-point line, right? Yeah, it's a little bit shorter. I think they're trying to adapt more to the, uh, NBA. the NBA style of play now because yeah. they change the rules every year kind of to, to make it more of a unified game. Like, open, more open? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, um, but yeah, but like, you know, as far as my development though, like I just, you know, I had to be, I had to become a better finesser, you know, and obviously I had to learn how to shoot because yeah. when you go over there, everybody can shoot. Yep. Like, like I mean, that's they what might I, not be the best shooters, that's but what like it all everybody's going to shoot. That's what it all started, man. Like Dirk and Winsky exactly. and all those, all those European players, exactly. they all know how to shoot. Exactly. They all know how to shoot. So. That was one thing I had to learn how to do because, you know, if I catch the ball on the perimeter, they're just going to stand basically two feet away from me and be like, oh, shoot it. Yeah, right? So yeah, I'm yeah. saying, like, you got to be able to shoot. I don't want nobody playing me like Ben Simmons out here. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, so, all right. So, speaking of Ben Simmons, which is, I mean, what's your thoughts on the NBA free agency? How's that? I mean, what what's your like your top teams like? What would you say would be like your top five in the NBA? And like um, explain like their signings and like how it's going to impact the entire league. Because obviously Kawhi Leonard's decision really opened things up. It's mm-hmm. much, um, much 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 more parity because like every team has dynamic duels now. So how would you think about all that? Well, obviously you know you begin from here. My Celtics. Top, top team is always going to be the Celtics. Yep. And you know what? I'm kind of glad we got rid of Kyrie. Wasn't a good fit. He was, I mean, he was all right in the beginning, I mean, but, like, he didn't, you know, he wasn't ready for it. And and 
I just, think, I just think he never wanted. I just, I just think he never wanted to be here because he always, you know, he he's you know, he's homebred in New York, but he wanted to play in New York, and plus he got traded here, so he kind of was just trying to see how it would go. But obviously, with the young players, he he couldn't really mesh with the young players well. So I guess, like I said, he always wanted to be the man. So I feel like the young players wanted, you know, they wanted his, they wanted his spot too. They it, wanted to be the man. And as they should, because they're young and, you know, like, as a competitor, you want to be the best. And and he's got to know that, too. So, like, he's got to be steering them in the right direction, too. Like, okay, you want to be the best? All right, well, come be the best with yeah. me or let's go work a lot, out. A lot like, of selfishness. Man. Exactly. That, that's really really created all those locker room issues. It really just came down to selfishness, pretty much. But, yeah, you know, Celtics, number one. Um, number two, uh, they're probably going to kill me for this, but I really like the Knicks. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. That's like, kind of left field. It's very left. Um, <laughs> I like the Knicks only because, uh, you know, I, I started liking them when Melo went there. Yeah. And, and I, I kept following them after, you know, he had got uh, traded, I believe it was. Yeah, from the Nuggets, right? Yeah, and yep. so... You know, I, I kind of like the Knicks, but uh, you know, it's a little – it's definitely left field being from Boston. But I like the Knicks. I think they got a nice young team. They got some pieces where they can do something. I like the Julius Randle signing. I like the um, – where they get um, – I mean, they got good young players. Kevin Knox, Mitchell mm-hmm. Robinson. Um, They got Dennis, John- Dennis Smith last year in the trade. So, I mean, they got a nice little young core. The, like the veterans they signed. Uh, who else did they pick up? Um, they got a big too. Who did it with Bobby big? Porter's? Was it Bobby Porter's? Yeah, they picked up Bobby Porter's. That's one of them. But DeAndre's still not there though. Gordon, nah, he's with the Nets. Right. Yeah. He, he's somebody. I was just looking at them too. But like, I think they got a nice little team where you know. Then I don't think they're going to be tender. They might yeah. be like nine, ten. Yeah, they could probably fight for a playoff spot, but like I don't see them doing too nothing crazy. Right. But like you know, I just like to see where they are. Um, I just like them. They're fun. Team. All right, yeah, number three. At three. Ooh. East or west doesn't matter. Oh, okay. So three is probably going to be the Lakers. Okay. Um, I'm really interested with what's going to happen with um, LeBron and uh, AD. Um, that's going to be crazy. I, think. Uh, I was really disappointed. When they actually got rid of Rondo. I really like Rondo. But I'm glad they got to keep Kuz because I think Kuz is going to be yeah. amazing. Yep. Uh, you know, the rest of the characters, Wash. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, you know, I'll give, I'll finish the list for him. All right, number number three, I would say Clippers. I like the Clippers what they did in the off season. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Paul George and like surprise. I mean, Kawhi for one, Kawhi su- surprised everybody what his decision was, but then he also was able to get Paul George with him. That was crazy. Like we never seen nothing like that. It just came out of left field. And then number four, I would say I like the Denver Nuggets because they kept everyone back 
from a team that was they made it to the Western Conference Finals. Exactly. So, and they got a like MVP candidate Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. and then they also got um Jamal Murray that you know he's gonna have a huge year this yeah, year. Yeah. He got a contract extension. Congrats to him. I, I think they got a lot of guys who are gonna like become like really good players. Yep. In, within like the next couple of years, because like they were kind of in a rebuilding period. Right, right. And they had mm-hmm. all those draft picks yep. and how they're kind of coming into, like, fruition. Yep, yep. So, yeah, definitely, that's a good pick. Yeah. All right, so, cool. and then I would say the last team I would say, um, give or take, all right, I'll say Brooklyn Nets, even though I'm not a fan of Kyrie, and but to get Kevin Durant, it's still a game changer in the way. I mean, so. I, I, the thing about the, the thing about the Nets and everybody who's saying you know, like, like Kyrie's gonna have to take the, you know, the brunt of the load that first leader, year. Yeah. So I don't know, like, what's gonna happen? Like, mm-hmm. is he gonna be able to hang for a year? It's a similar team now. For like, I mean, they still got a young team like the Celtics. So exactly. Like, so like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. hey, are you gonna be able to hang for a year, Kyrie, and then wait? And then become second fiddle because once KD playing like it's his team, that's his team. Yep. So, all right, we're gonna wrap this up for this segment. Um, uh, you listen to the Rims and S Pockets. Your host Rob Morris. We'll be right back with the next segment.